it's coming. Pass is picked off. He's going to go looking again, and it's picked off by Stephon Gilmore. Down on the right sideline. Into the end zone, and he's picked off. Back the other way. Welcome back to another episode of Return the Picks podcast. I'm David Bluck. With me, Jasm Gillum, and no Ollie Jazz. He's off Gallivant, isn't he? Well, pretty, you know, it kind of feels like dad's away and the kids have taken control of the car and they're taking it on a joyride. So. And the handbrake's off, we're rolling down a hill. And so they matter of time before Yeah, the handbrake, the handbrake's off, neither of us know how to drive. Yeah. And we're just going to see how far the car rolls before we jump out. Yeah. Yeah, and hopefully <laughs> we're not in a ball of flames yeah. while we're yeah. there. Yeah, exactly. And the uh, the car is Ollie's career in this analogy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's always his career, isn't it, really? He always yeah. is dicing with death whenever he starts this with us. Oof, yeah. Well, him starting off uh, the last podcast by being like, so what do you think about NFL UK? Uh, hmm. Yeah, that was Enemies a bit. That was made. a bit strong, wasn't it? And we didn't really. I know. Uh, I, I didn't know what to say. We didn't hold back, also, but also we want to yeah. make sure we don't burn too many bridges. Is the thing. It's, it's a tough one, that one. Probably. Yeah, we haven't had a guest since, so maybe. Maybe that that's the, it. Uh, it's game over. Maybe that's the last time the end uh, of we have a guest. But that's all right. That's all right. We had a good run. Know it. Speaking of so all... uh, NFL things and yes. uk things yes frankfurt got one hell of a crappy game didn't they <laughs> so, i mean i didn't watch it did you watch it i was i was back and i had this at least this, the end of the first half and pretty much all the second half i watched while i was kind of preparing things around the cabin but it was dross it was terrible yeah i think that's a have on in the background game and i i saw that coming anyway i don't think that i could have swung watching it because i was hanging out with with kate anyway and i knew i'd be watching the evening games so it's a bit of a non-starter but yeah yeah it was kind of it was weird seeing some of the people that we follow on social media kind of talking up like how great the series has been and stuff but that game apparently was Oh, it was terrible. And the end of it too, with the um the fake spike by the Patriots as if that was going to be the answer to their problems. It was just comical because you just think you've got to the point of complete desperation. You think a fake spike is gonna win it. And then mm-hmm. if you're gonna do a fake spike, at least try and throw it to one of your players, not to the waiting safety, who's wide open. I did open see the zone. clip of that. Did did they also pull off Mac Jones with like one drive to go to win the game? Apparently he might have been injured. Right, but I don't know if he was. Matt Jones had thrown a few interceptions and been had some pretty terrible decision making prior to that. So it's hard to say. I'm not sure I've read enough about it this week to see if it was down to that. Mostly because it's just not interesting as a story, to be honest. Um, oh yeah, he's not going to be there next year. It doesn't feel that way, does it? But then where else would he go? Because he's not really covered himself with glory either. Yeah, he'd be a good reclamation project though. I I feel like would he, he did enough when he did that first season. With Josh McDaniels as his QB coach. Yeah, he just he seemed talented enough where if he had pieces around him, he could be okay. I don't think he's ever going to be a star, but it, things go downhill badly when the rest of the team's crappy as well. And they just haven't had the defense that they've had in the last few years to kind of lean on. So it's just everything comes at once. <laughs> it's just a disaster. Plus, they're probably going to have 
a top five pick now, aren't they? They've probably. only won two games, so probably go for a QB. If they get a, yeah, well, they need one, but it, I don't know. It could be all change as well. It could be that's the thing. Check out. Does Craft get rid of Bill? What do you think? QB out. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he's old as hell, isn't he? He's so, not getting younger for sure. However, yeah. it's more a case of the way that the teams are performing and not a Belichick standard of team anymore, are they? Well, that's it. Well, I mean, just that, that Kraft is old enough where he's going to be kind of, I need to win one or like I, I want to win another one or have a chance of winning one. And yeah. he's never been further away from winning a Super Bowl. So I don't know if he's going to be accepting of that. And kind of Belichick's just had... When did Brady leave? 2018, 2019, 2019 was it? 2019, wasn't it? A while ago. Yeah. And then they've been terrible since then. And the last year of Brady was poor. Yeah. So it's really been... Was it the... When they went to the Super Bowl and lost to the Eagles... Yeah. Was that the last good well, Patriots no, team? No, because they also beat the Rams, didn't they? They beat the Rams the year that, after. The year after, yeah, you're right. And that, that Super Bowl without a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, the 13-6, whoever it was. Oh, my God. Yeah, okay. So they, the, so that was the last good team. So that was 2018. Yeah. And then and they got the, playoffs the bad the year Brady after year. was out in the first round from memory. Yes, yeah. And then Brady leaves, goes really to, bad to since. Yeah. Rough. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. But it doesn't... It, it would be kind of interesting to see Belichick on another team. like whether I don't think he does that. Of... I think he retires. Come on. You He's so old. He's so old. There's no way someone else... I mean, someone will pay him over the odds for sure. But you just think yeah. at that age, you've won everything you could really win. What else has he got to do? He's won... what eight, He's been part of eight Super Bowl winning teams. But they don't tend to think like that, do they? These great players and coaches. Anybody in sport just thinks there's kind of... There's always more, one more. fight left in them. Yeah. So I don't know. And I think that his legacy has been a bit tarnished by Brady going off, winning another Super Bowl with Tampa. Yeah, I agree. And then he's been left with the dregs, which is his fault because he's the GM as well, basically. He's so... also getting divorced at the minute too. And apparently it's going to be quite messy. And apparently the uh, the, the oh. soon-to-be ex-wife has got a bunch of dirt that she's going to spread, apparently. How much of that's true is a different conversation. But if he's not got like a stable home life, then actually maybe... The idea of carrying on coaching maybe is the answer to him. Otherwise, he'll feel like he's got nothing in his life. Wow, poor Bill. Yeah, bleak, isn't it? I never, real bleak I never thought I'd feel sympathy for Bill Belichick. The Dark Overlord has feelings after all. Yeah. Oh, well. Anyway, yeah, that's enough about him. Other bad news. I've got, I put some kind of things to talk about on here. What do you think of the Burroughs injury? I haven't seen what happened. I just watched the highlights this morning. What happened? Uh, so <laughs> this is right. So I was listening to around the NFL earlier, and I knew I knew about the injury because I just read in the NFL like front pages this morning after the game. Um, but apparently, there is now a chance that the Bengals hid that he went into the game against the Ravens last night mm-hmm. with a wrist injury, right? Because he there is footage of him wearing um. Like a brace, or not like a splint, but yeah, like a brace, and then that was taken down on social media apparently. Oh, before the game. Okay. So 
there's a chance that they might have hidden that he had an injury going into it from the previous mm-hmm. game and then re-injured it on a uh, tackle. He got tackled on the last series that he was in uh, by Clowney. Right. And it looks like, you know, full weight of like a 19 stone guy on his wrist. Um, so he's not got ideal. a bad strain. It's not broken, but they said bad strain. So God knows how. I mean, I think we'll get onto it talking about the their chances for the rest of the year. But in that division and stuff, it feels like that they might just sit in for the rest of the year. Because um, I think that they're going to struggle to get in the playoffs now. It but does yeah, feel that way the, in the so, AFC. So we're going to find out in the coming weeks if they hid that information. Because that is really sketchy. Is that really they big, hid that big deal? Well, it is like betting-wise and stuff. Oh, um, you're, you're betting. But, okay, for take it out of the betting-wise, is it a big deal? I don't know. It doesn't look great in terms of... I don't think they've ever really looked after Burrow anyway. Um, I mean, some of that's just bad offensive line work and stuff. And he obviously had that bad injury with his leg in his second year, right? Or was that the first year? First year. That was the first year. Um, and then... You know, if he did injure himself and they let him play, because I think he's the kind of guy who always wants to hit play on yeah. one leg with one arm with a broken back. Like Brett like, Favre. He's one of the, he's one of those guys. Yeah. So I don't think he's ever going to take himself out. So I think that it's more that implication that they let him play because it's such a big game. And if he's re-injured it and it was already vulnerable, then I think they look terrible. That's fair, but imagine he he, th- he said there though players will be playing with injuries the entire year. Imagine you, you only have mm. players feeling a hundred percent probably just before training camp, and they've been picking up niggles and knocks all the way through. So there'll be lots of undeclared sprains and strains and all the rest of those things because they're managing it as best they can. Yeah, when it's your star player, you want to make sure you wrap him. Yeah, hand. I just but just in a divisional game against the division leaders, if they'd won that game. It brings the Ravens yeah. game closer yeah. to them. So actually, you've got to think to yourself that it's worth the roll of the dice at that point. I suppose so. I mean, it's just really sad because, you know, it, is he just going to be one of these players who just kind of like Andrew Luck, who just gets kind of cursed with constant injuries. injuries? I know this is a different one, and it might not be serious. Like, it might not be the whole season, but he already missed time this season. With his calf. last season. Yeah. The... Um, you know, and then missing the whole like rookie season with the leg injury. It's like, I don't know, it just builds a picture. It's just really sad. And I was kind of like seeing, I mean, you could talk more about it than me, but like seeing your division, it it's the closest division and all of those teams, like the Ravens probably slightly above the others. But not by much. But you're all like there. You're all there or thereabouts. So certainly before last night, because the Ravens have got two games in hand now. They got yeah, they'll be what eight and three, eight and three. If they had their buy, um, if they had their buy, I'd be eight and two. Yeah. So before that game, it was really really tight, and then we lose Watson for the Browns, and we lose Burrow, and it's like yeah, it's just a shame because I wanted to see those teams just go just punch it out for the rest of the year. Yeah, yeah. No, so, I know exactly what you mean. It is the tightest one in the league. I mean, the fact that the Browns are doing what they're doing is 
shocking given their state of quarterback play. And the, we'll talk about their comeback from behind win last week as well, which is a one hell of a win against the Ravens. But also the Steelers are a team that I think have been outgained in either every single game of the year or seven or eight of them throughout the year. And they've won, well, obviously more than they've lost, which is a shocking state of affairs in the grand scheme. And it just, I can't believe that we're here like knocking on the door of December and the Steelers are second in the division. It's madness. And six six and three with the play that you've had. Like I would have thought, okay, if if we were in this position that your offense had taken a massive step. Yep. And that hasn't really nope. happened. Or certainly like, I haven't been watching you guys every week, but defense and special teams have made it better. So we've had we've been giving people really long fields and we've been letting our defense kind of go at people, which really helps. So when we have got the ball back, we've had shortened fields. So I think part of the idea that we've been outgained is because we've had better starting position because of the other two phases of the, the game. And we've been given the the opposition worse starting position, so they'll have to get further along the field to score. We've got to go less of the distance to score. And, I mean, Boswell's been earning his money as, as usual. There's not been as many touchdowns as we'd like to see, but I tell you what has looked very promising this week, well, last week and week before, has been the player Jalen Warren, which is before the season, lots of Steelers fans were saying about how they wanted him to be the starting running back over Najee Harris. And they're very different. Well, him, him and Harris scored last week, right? They did, so yeah. Both, yeah. They did, but Najee has, hasn't looked quite as demolishing, I think partly because, as I've said before to you guys, with Matt Canada's offense, if you're under center, it's 90% chance it's going to be a run. If you're in shotgun, it's 90% chance it's going to be a pass. <laughs> so you're making the defense yeah. not have to think about anything. It's one in 10 that will gamble, and 90% of the time we're going to win the gamble. So there's no way of really having the open lanes that you'd expect to have. Jalen Warren looks really shifty. Been, I mean, it, it seems if your your defense has probably been winning the turnover battle, mm-hmm. have you, like, your, your, your offense just seems quite kind of boring and safe, but you know, and like you said, it's a little bit predictable, very predictable, but does that result in fewer turnovers on the offense? as well uh, not always protected the ball and stuff there's, there's been a few fumbles along the way and Kenny's thrown a couple of interceptions on the way too I wouldn't say it's massively detrimental compared to what the defense is doing but it does feel a lot like it's a a year where the D should be taking all the plaudits and the offense just if it just picked up another gear we'd be without question the best team in that division in my opinion you can say what you want about the Ravens but they lost to us a few weeks ago with a yeah with a big comeback from us because they just capitulated and, then lose, and lose to the Browns as well. This, just like, yeah, it's like we said before earlier in the season. This is the division where it's going to come down to who we beat out of the division because the divisional games are all going to be really close and really tight because every team could beat every team on any yeah. Sunday. It's all the teams we play outside of our division that's really going to determine who wins the division and who goes it. So who gets there is second, third, or fourth, which would be interesting. And obviously, injuries play a massive role in it too. Well, I mean, if if the Bengals had won last night, they'd been six and five. And you Ravens guys would have been, would seven, have been yeah. one game behind. Steelers in uh, in fifth in the conference, Browns in sixth, yeah, and the Bengals in seventh. And then if the we that's crazy. If we'd if we win against the Browns at the weekend, we'd have been the top of the division because based on head to head, we would have been above the Ravens. So. 
it's extremely tight. I mean, the AFC is really tight. When you look at the AFC in general, I think there's only two teams that have got poor records, the Patriots and the Titans. And the Titans. Everyone else yeah. is there or thereabouts. Whereas you compare yeah, that but... to... Um, you compare that to NFC. I mean, there's just so many teams on there that just aren't very good. You know what is weird this year that I didn't see coming is how many teams are super unreliable. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, teams that you didn't think would be unreliable are unreliable, like the Bills and the the Bengals. But I mean, you know, there's reasons Injuries. for this, but. I mean, the like, Bills, Ollie will be saying it's Josh Allen's fault the whole way through. The shame he's not here to lambast him, actually. Uh, it, you know, I'm glad he isn't because I've had enough of that record. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, although I say, like, I couldn't have predicted it, but the Chargers being being four and five is the most like, Chargers things that, thing ever. Yep. With, like, that, basically the same group of players. Yep. Um, and the same quarterback who's supposed to be the next great, thing. amazing thing. And. He doesn't win games enough. Like last week was obviously that was against the Lions team that needed to win and do something to buck their um their streak of not well, playing very they're well. They're good. The, the Lions, the Lions are good. But I I'm mean, lo- look really looking forward to watching them on Thanksgiving. Oh, that, that game is going to be great. Finally, yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, they were, I can't remember last year um, what the score was in the Lions game. I, I mean, can't remember much of that of game. Much but... of the games, apart from just eating chicken wings, that's all I remember of that that whole thing. Yeah, we did eat a lot of chicken. We wings. We did eat a lot of chicken wings. I think I might need to absorb the football a bit more this year, um, or maybe not. But yeah, maybe just you know. I think if memory serves me right, the games were just not that in- interesting. The halftime acts were extremely boring as usual, and um, we were there for the food. When you really well, break it down. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. So it's going to be a fascinating weekend this weekend with uh, Steelers Browns and see what it does to the, that division as well. If well, we also to win we've that got big... we've we've got this fancy matchup, Jazz, which is uh, doing. Oh, we're going to talk in. about that, are we? Okay. Well, you know, it'd be nice to you. Um, because remember, no one else cares about anyone's fantasy team apart from that person. No, but this is a this is a competition which involves the podcast. So where you know we we have the right to talk about it. We're not just talking general fantasy. Yeah, we're talking who has to wear the Eli Manning jersey. Yeah, and every year, bar one, it's been Ollie. And then oh no, had I think I've had it, it twice. I think I've had it twice. Have you had it twice? I had last oh, year, right. maybe the year before. You see, I I can't keep track because i've never had to wear it yeah so yeah it's one of those stains that you remember but it looks like it may be you this year that my friend well the fact that mark andrews got injured on the first drive and got four points yeah um tyler boyd didn't do and a then great i deal. got yeah and then i got six points so 10 points from two players is not a good a start bloody disaster but you do so, have a 30 point cushion on ollie no, I don't. It's only 15, isn't it? I'm sure it's 30. I wish it was 30. I think it's like 15. I think it's I think it's way tight. I think it's 17 you have on me and 13 you have an Ollie. Uh, 30 you have an Ollie. Let's find out. Where are you? No, no sorry, I don't. I don't, Jess. I've only 17. Got... My bad. Yeah, yeah 17. 17 and 14 point difference. <laughs> That's nothing. <laughs> 
It's not going to do it. I just really hope that Ollie makes some bad decisions and panics and puts the wrong players in. Because uh, it'd be nice if it was him. Be it really would be. Nice. Also, it's quite poetic that if you did manage to, to get it, you said this week how you were convinced it was going to be you and then you've taken the lead and now if you do get it it'll be more crushing to you because you the way worse killed you. Yeah. way worse <laughs> yeah. i was i was i was sure like a month ago that it was going to be me so, so did i bother thinking about it i was like measuring myself up for it i was like psyching myself up mentally to have to have my skin burning on the touch of the jersey yep and um yeah now i've got a glimmer of hope but might be snatched away it's all it's funny yeah, how it's all your players had a bye week on this week. I know. Every I've yeah. got one player on my bench who I had to bring in who's injured as well, mm. a Texans receiver. And then everybody else is on a bye. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, yeah when I saw that, be... I felt pretty happy, I'm not gonna lie. It was a good yeah. thing to see. But we it's long a long weekend of games to go, so you never know. You might just I need like it. Christian McCaffrey to get like thirty plus really to like have a chance. I think. Yeah, you need Tyler Lockett to do something for you too. You need basically your whole team to pick up the slack. Yeah, and you have to hope that upsetting. me and Noli don't have great weeks. If we have two weeks where we both score say one fifty, then it's just game over, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think actually, if if me and Ollie score one hundred and twenty, I think it's game over. Given your two players got you ten. I think that's I agree. that's how far it could be. And that's very I think I've got a I've got a hope for you guys to also have bad weeks rather yeah. than yeah. Oh well. Well we'll, we'll see. find out what's gonna be and, and next Thursday we'll see who um has to wear the the dreaded penalty of the Eli Manny jersey. Yeah. Yep, 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 So what else did you want to discuss, Jazzy? What have you got on your plate? What have you got on your mind? Well, I wanted to ask you what you thought about the um, the Falcons game last week. Oh, God. Because <laughs> I was convinced the Falcons were going to win that. Not, not and to talk about the I thought with Kyler Murray coming back that he wouldn't really do very much, especially with Call of Duty yeah. being released last week as well, I think it was. How did that, how did that get away from them? Uh, I mean, I didn't watch it live because mm. I get sleepy. Um, Classic But Dave. I did watch it back the next day. Um I mean, how do any of these games get away from us? You know, we've lost three in a row. Um, and all of all against teams that we should be beating. Especially the Cardinals. I, yeah, I mean, especially the Cardinals. I mean, obviously, if Kyler hadn't been playing, then I would have really expected a, a win there. Kyler coming back, I was like, he is talented, no matter what you think of him. Mm-hmm. So I did think that it might kind of raise everybody up, but... He was okay. I mean, he does his like running around, dancing around people. He threw a couple of nice balls, but he wasn't special. Okay. So it wasn't like Kyler Murray when he first came on the scene and he was kind of lighting up people was out there. Um, I just, we just don't have that kind of grit in key situations. Like we, we lose these games close. They're all within one score. Yeah. And we, seem to make players at key points of the game not the whole game but key points of the game they just look better than they are it's like will levis like had this amazing game that everybody's talking about against the falcons where he scores four touchdowns and he's just throwing it deep like every other ball and then he does nothing the next week and then he does nothing the week after Uh that and it's 
like I our defense is is considerably better than it's been in the last like three or four years, but it still just has these big plays in it where it just gives it away. It's like like Dobbs when we lost to the Vikings. Some of the some of the plays that we allowed him on the last drive when he went and won the game for them. I mean, it's quite incredible from him. But some of the missed tackles and like opportunities that were given up by the defense is just so frustrating. Yep. Where you just you just want a do over on so many of them, and you just can't pull it back. And then the offense is just it's just below average. You know, if the defense is like middle of the pack, then the offense is in that kind of I don't know sixteen to twenty kind of range, if that. So that's probably quite quite generous, I'd say. I'd yeah, say probably it's, in the bottom. It's, bottom it's probably lower probably. than that. Yeah, I mean, the it's quarterback probably, play makes it's probably it twenty. 10. It's probably 25 to 30. Um, yeah, somewhere, I, maybe not quite as low as that, but it's not. It's really not that great at all. It doesn't help that you haven't got the complementary aspect from the defense being, say, stellar to make up for it. Yeah, I mean, I think, what what is most depressing about this year is the the coaching as well. Like I knew I going into the season, yeah. I knew going into the season, and we had talked about it. You, you hate being proved right on this stuff because you you want it to be like like you want it to be like Ollie talking shit about Jalen Hurts, and then Jalen Hurts goes to a Super Bowl and proves yeah. you wrong. That's what you want, and that's what Ollie wanted. He just happened to be wrong, but he's happy to be proved wrong. I was more than happy for Ridder to come in and prove me wrong but he's not special and we knew that from the games that he played last season from his kind of draft profile in general we knew that his preseason work like everything was pointing to this guy's average yep and maybe maybe an average backup as well yeah they didn't self-evaluate enough to make that key decision to bring in somebody else and it's just it's just so frustrating so there's that which is the coach's fault as well it's the coach's fault it's the gm's fault but the play calling i would have thought that a really top tier coach would have been able to overcome that Mm -hmm. and score more points with the running game that we've got and the weapons around with drake london yeah with Drake London, Pitts. with Pitts, like you see flashes of it where these guys are having individual plays and they're they've got all the attributes where they yeah. could be stars. And it does feel when your offense is this hard to watch, doesn't put up enough points, can't score in the red zone, is just generally disappointing. It it kind of comes to the coach now. Yep. And that makes me sad because I think that Arthur Smith might get fired in the off season. And then it's like we kind of have to like start again and what's a new coaching. But also what has Arthur do? Smith just... done? When he was with the Titans, he had yes, he made Ryan Tannehill better, but he had AJ Brown, he had um a peak Derrick Henry. Yeah. So and that offense was running through those kind of two players effectively. So if you have the personnel it can make anyone's offense look really good. You put a I'm trying to think of say you say of Sean McVay. The Rams offense has not looked anywhere near as good as it has been the year it won the Super Bowl. Because it hasn't got as many of the good players. Todd Gurley is was obviously the integral part of those 
Super Bowl runs they had until he got injured. They haven't had the running game to really complement the passing game. And so you give Sean McVay a team of, like, the Falcons. I reckon he makes that team a lot better, obviously. But they're still not quite the level of personnel to make it work from how it looks from the outside looking in, if that makes sense. Well, that's the thing that they're, they're personnel that need to be developed. Yes. Because our average age, you know, they're all yeah. so young. young. I mean, Bijan's first year, Drake London's second year, um, Carl Pitt's third year. Like, there's, they're, they're really, really young players. So we can't expect them to just kind of come into the league and outperform a bad, like bad play calling, bad coaching. They just don't seem to have the ideas. Like yeah. in the backfield, I would have thought everybody can't be Carl Shanahan, but like or or Mike Daniels, but like you know in the backfield to have Bijan, to have uh, Tyler Algier, um, to have Cordell Patterson come back, I would have thought just with those players alone, let alone like London and Pitts, that you would be able to scheme up some plays. Yeah. That would test defenses, mm-hmm. especially as the league is so pass heavy that like, I don't. It just. I, I think at a certain point when you're watching the Falcons and the offense just isn't moving the ball effectively, you're like, these play calls are so like mediocre. Like if you can't get, if you can't find ways to get Bijan in space, then what are you doing? Yeah. Calling plays. Yeah. You, you know, so against average, you know, we just mentioned like the teams that we've lost to, like the Vikings defense is pretty good this year, actually, but it's not like, it's not crazy. It's not a top five defense. And then, like, Arizona's defense is really bad. Um, yep. It's just, yeah, I don't know. It's really disappointing going into the year with, like, a lot more hope. Um, and then seeing, like, it's all there for them as well. It's like the rest of the division's really crap. And one of these teams has to win it. Um, I think it'll probably be, at the moment, it looks like Tampa Bay. But I still think the Saints, the Saints will still win it. Saints will still, uh, how they managed to lose to the. I mean, again, Joshua Dobbs is the answer to that. How they lost to the Vikings, but I think the Saints are still the best team at that, that division, and they'll eventually the cream will rise to the top. Yeah, they just keep finding ways to lose to lose as well. Yeah. But they all do. They all do. So uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's just it's just rubbish when you have that easier schedule. And then you have that bad divisional opponents and you, you can't like take the next step and do something interesting and be a fun team and yeah, whatever. Yeah. So not good. I'm, I'm upset but but uh yeah, we'll reassess. I think I think if we don't make the if we don't win the division, then we should um get rid of Arthur Smith. And I think that I think that probably will. I think that Blank probably will pull the pull the trigger to ease a pun. Yeah, and get rid of him. I think it's time. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for thanks for that, Jazz. Thanks for bringing me down, getting me all hot under the collar and upset. Well, to bring uh, us all down a bit further, should we talk about this week's bets? The money we're going to lose. Yeah, I'm just going to load them up. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. I've got a punchy one for you, Jazz, because I know. Oh, I've always, got a really boring one. I know I'm always coming in boring, but I'm coming in hat this week. I don't feel that confident about it, but. I am getting fifty to one, which is very that's good, for, good me. for you. Yeah, very, very good for me. Or maybe record breaking. I don't even know. We'll have to Ooh. go back and review the tapes. But I've got the Steelers beating the Browns. Yeah. Now that Watson's out, 
I don't know anything about this. Is he a rookie? The guy who's PJ Walker. PJ Walker. I don't think it's him. It's someone else. Oh, okay. Because PJ Walker looked pretty good when he came on for uh, for Watson and won the game for them. Doesn't matter. I think it's uh, even more junior guy. But anyway, yeah, I've got the Steelers beating the Browns in a tight game. I've got the Raiders plus 13 and a half against the Dolphins. Yeah, I just don't like that because I can see the Dolphins really smashing the hell out of them. I, I know, but the the Raiders are kind of outperforming. I'm not saying that they're also gonna, with the Antonio Pierce have being been against crappy coach. teams. Yeah. But uh, they seem to have a lift addition by subtraction after losing with Daniels. They just, the locker room feels better. Crosby's playing out of his skin. I just. It's within two scores. It feels like they could get there anyway. I know it's a reach. Uh, Lions have got minus seven and a half against the Bears. Yeah. Because um, I think they're just... I think you can trust... I was talking about teams you can't trust. I think you can kind of trust the Lions now. Ooh. Like they're a good that. team. Not not trust them to win the Super Bowl, but you know they their record and like how they show up every week, I think you can trust that they're going to put the pedal down on a shit team like the Bears. That's what I trust. Ooh, okay. But just going back to the um, last few weeks, I mean, they haven't had... They have had a couple bits. They've lost games you think they shouldn't have lost. I don't know. I don't know. Do you, where was Texans minus five against the Cardinals because, like I said about the, the Falcons game, I mean, the Cardinals won that game, but they didn't look great. Um, and the Texans, they're just... They're fine on offense, so yeah, I was fairness, happy with that. The games they have lost, Seahawks early on and the Ravens, they got smashed by. I mean, the Ravens could smash any team in fairness, so I'll take that back. That's all right, that's all right. Uh, Buccaneers plus 11.5. See, I'm taking all these like big, big spreads, uh, point yeah. spreads Fair against enough. the 49ers. Because I think the Bucks, like they're showing something against some of the some of these teams. I think that they're right now they're the they're the best in the South, which isn't saying a lot, but there we are. And then the Jets plus seven um against the Bills. Because I do not trust the Bills at all. Yeah, I looked at that. And I think the Jets defense just keeps it keeps games tight, even if their offense is But you've got to trust bad. the Jets is the trouble. I trust them to keep it within seven. Fair enough. But I think that Four out of six of those games are reaches, and that's where you get to fifty to one. Yeah, I uh, anyway, I didn't on. even get to twenty to one. I think I'm at like oh, I'm at like fifteen maybe. Um, okay, maybe even less than fifty, maybe fourteen or thirteen. <laughs> I have the Cardinals plus five against the Texans. Okay, because I think Kyler might be able to keep it close-ish. Going the other way. Yeah, I've got the Chargers to beat the Packers, the Steelers to beat the Browns, the Jags to beat the Titans, and I took alternate spreads. So I took the Dolphins minus six and a half against the Raiders because I didn't like the two scores, but I didn't like the Raiders to be within two scores. I could see the Dolphins may potentially running out with it, but I would uh-huh. like to not have a two score margin to have to worry about. And I took the Commies to beat the Giants minus three and a half rather than minus, I think it's nine and a half they're on, which I think is mad. So I've got that. That got me to, uh, yeah, maybe 13 to one, 14 to one. Jeez, Jazz. I just, I just couldn't Where's the see. Where's just, the fun? I just couldn't odds chase because there's nothing I could see that I thought, okay, I could see that happening. I just couldn't see it. So, Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Well, hey, a win's a win. If you can get, well, you can get some money. £216 if I win that. So we'll take that all day, every day. Oh, yeah, because of your massive bets. £15. I'm, yeah, I'm still obviously not won anything this year, so it's it's eroding it, but 
is what it is. I mean, fifty pounds would fund me for like three seasons. So yeah, yeah, literally that's big for Dave. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that was big. Right. That's true. Yeah.